Central. This is Tech Radio. All things computers, gadgets and web happening right now in Ireland. Hear us anytime on iTunes or download from techcentral.ie. Central. How are you doing? This is Dusty Rhodes. Welcome to Tech Radio with all the ladies in tech from around Ireland and across the world. Remember, many ways of getting our show. You can download directly from our website at techcentral.ie. Use a smartphone podcast app, Apple Podcasts, of course, or turn us on every Friday on DAB Digital Radio with RTE Radio 1 Extra. Joining me, as always, is Niall Kitson, Editor-in-Chief of Tech Central. And there is only one thing we are talking about today, and that is the Apple Worldwide Developers Conference. And an interesting reaction, Niall, from both of us. Because I, not being a lover of Apple, uh, was just... Uh, you haven't been using Apple for a while, but this conference has changed your mind a little bit, has it? Yeah, I was kind of off the Apple train for a while. You, you usually force me into sort of defending Apple because of your virulent hatred for them. But I was kind of... Apple hadn't released a product that I felt was good value for money or particularly powerful or interesting and um, that I would want to shell out, you know, in and around two grand for a decently spec laptop. It's it's not really interesting to me. Um, there were also a couple of redline technologies that Apple showed no interest in that are essential to future-proofing any design in the current climate, which of course would be AR and VR. And Apple had showed no, in, no interest in those whatsoever. So uh, I was kind of, yeah, okay, thanks for your wonderful touch bar. I, I'll save my four-figure sum. Thank you very much. Um, similarly, I felt the iMac had been neglected. The Mac Pro, I mean, it has languished. It's a, it's, um, it's slipped into obscurity now, even though there was a very um, token upgrade to it earlier this year. Apple really just didn't, did, weren't rocking my world with any products. I just felt they'd gotten stayed and were falling behind the times. And HP were making up great ground in uh, design, in sort of the weight of their laptops, and also making good inroads into the creative sector with some very powerful workstations. So I felt HP were really stealing a march on them. Uh, but uh, they've, they've, I gotta say, they've, Turned it around at WWDC. Okay, before we get into everything, because there was a lot, can I ask you, was there one particular thing or was it just a number of things that you went, ooh, 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 I want that, I want that, I want that. Okay, well, uh, as I said, there is a red line for me and that's ARVR and there was one announcement that was made um, wherein it was announced that Apple were partnering with um, Steam uh, well, with Valve for the Steam Store and with HTC to work on virtual reality. And that was that was a real light bulb moment for me. That was a sort of a, OK, now it's all right to invest in a, in a Mac again. All right. Well, let's have a look at some of the things. Uh, I suppose the hardware first uh, to see what was uh, whetting your appetite. The iMac Pro, I suppose, really is, is, is the first one. They've got uh, some new chips and uh, some upgraded gear there. Okay, well, let's divide it up into into the iMac proper and the iMac Pro, which will go, which will you know have you drooling and and disgusted at the same time. So spec wise, uh, the important thing about the new iMacs is that they've all adopted the seventh generation Intel Kaby Lake processors. So that's a big deal. They've also got some additional Thunderbolt USB C ports. USB C kind of had a, a frosty reception with the first generation MacBook, but I think people are just coming around to it now that okay, you don't need a separate power cable. You can just plug into a hub with a whole bunch of extra ports and you'll be you'll be fine uh some interesting specs um i mean the 21 and a half inch version will give you intel iris plus intel iris plus graphics with four gigabytes of vram 32 gigabytes of ram that's nice i mean you're looking at your standard laptop these days eight gigs maybe going up to 16 gigs at the high end starting at 32 gigs is pretty impressive and um, the top model uses um radeon pro 555 or 560 uh graphics 
Um, so that's sort of a, a big upgrade. And you're looking at um, 1349 uh, euro for the base model, or if you want the 4K model at 1749. Of course, the, there's the, the 21, 21 inch, but also the 27 inch model, which has a 5K screen. And that, that starts at 64 gigs of RAM. And uh, they've got Radeon Pro 575, 565 and 580 graphics up to 8 gigs of virtual RAM. So that's, they're saying, look, virtual reality, here you go. That's meeting the specs. Um, across the board then, we've got a, a better um, FaceTime camera up to 1080p, um, better Bluetooth, and uh, of course, card reader slot is, is still in there. So that's kind of the um, the iMac. Again, I think we are getting fleeced over here in price. But if you're looking to invest in um, a good desktop that has a bit of longevity to it, with, with some appeal to con- content creators as well as sort of the VR enthusiasts, that's okay. That's a that's a machine that you can sit down and be happy with. Okay, now, okay. Do you think uh, that they have forgotten about the Mac Pro? Because I, I saw nothing about the Mac Pro, which is the one thing from Apple I really want. There was no mention of it. Yeah, I mean the the Mac Pro. I mean, when was it released? Was it is it four years old now? Uh, it must be at this stage, and they've done nothing with it other than went. Ah, uh, maybe we shouldn't have made it look like a waste paper basket. Well, the the problem with it was it was too powerful for its design, and uh, it had heating issues. Mm. So um, I I think that's that's been parked because of the new iMac Pro, mm. uh, which have you had a well, chance to have no, a look that's at? That's exactly it? what I'm thinking, because, you know, video and, and audio work would be an, an awful lot of what I do. And that machine absolutely uh, ticks all the boxes for me. So I'm, 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 I'm impressed. You, you may be swaying me slightly. Okay, well, let's just go through the, the basics of it. A 27-inch screen, uh, 4-terabyte SSD drive, 128 gigs of RAM. Incredible amount of memory. Uh, four Thunderbolt 3 ports, um, uh, which is enough to power two 5K displays on top of what it already this has. Is, this is the Mac Pro you're talking about? This is the iMac Pro, yes. Oh, this, is, this, is the re- this is the replacement, effectively, for the Mac Pro, the nice all-in-one. Um, this, this is your, your new favourite computer, Dusty, wow. basically. No, because I'm sitting back. Give me the number again on the SSD, because we're used to, as you said... Four terabytes. Four terabytes SSD. Now, we're used yeah. to, as you say, picking up a laptop these days and we go, ooh, look, I've got 256 gigs of memory or storage SSD. Wow. Four terabytes. That pretty Four much terabytes. blows it out of the water, doesn't it? It's And an 18 core uh, Xeon processor. You know, and this is ridiculously overpowered by our standards but again if you're in the content creation oh, industry no, this no, is your object no, no, of no. desire I, th- I think it's perfectly reasonable <laughs> okay well do, do you know what's what's perfectly reasonable then uh oh no it's going to be uh, an incredible price let me see the uh, the mac pro the cylindrical one was about four grand for the spec i wanted what's this one uh okay uh you're looking at five grand for the base model right okay let's move on to the ipad <laughs> Because Seriously, they, though, if you had that kind of money, would you invest in it? If I had that kind of, if I was a millionaire, yes, of course, I'd buy one because I, I wouldn't be worried about the money. But I'm a normal person, so I want to talk about the iPad. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, well, the big, the, well, the big little news, if you will. Um, you remember the the the. the when the iPad came out, it had a 9.7-inch screen, and this was the optimal, inverted commas, um, size device for just lounging around and enjoying things. When the when the iPad was released and pitched as a much more sort of casual, sitting-on-the-sofa mm-hmm. product, I don't think anyone but, really expected it to become a productivity tool. No, uh, and the other thing I think that has changed is that uh, Steve Jobs is dead. 
gosh, must you be so coarse? Well, mm. if you've read the book and you've seen the movies, you will know that Steve Jobs spent a lot of time with the mock-ups and getting the exact right size for what he wanted. Okay, and and I guess this is this is something other and now people he's want. dead. They've made it bigger. Uh, well, okay, I. I did. I'm going to park that because the <laughs> iPad Pro is actually pretty interesting uh, in its own right. We've got two models now. We've got the 12.9 inch model, mm-hmm. uh, which was the, the high end anyway. And now we have a 10.5 inch model replacing the old 9.7 uh, inch. Um, we, we've got a, a new A10X Fusion chip. Um, we've got front and rear 12 and 7 megapixel cameras. Uh, we have um, 10 hours battery life uh, for both, which is which is okay, standard-ish. Um, and they've got a new reflective coating. So I guess they're sort of assuming that you're out and about and this is just to, to keep the screen sharp um, and sort of protect it from glare, that kind of thing. Um, in terms of what you'll actually be doing it for, I mean, we'll, we can talk about iOS on, on the iMac later. Um, as a piece of kit, yeah, I think it's an objective desire. I think... Um, if I was upgrading my kit, do I go for uh, a laptop or do I go for a desktop and an iPad to, to sort of use as a satellite device? I'm leaning more and more in the direction that expensive desktop, inexpensive um, tablet might be the might be a pretty good solution. Oh, that's interesting. This is what I do. All right. I have the expensive desktop, which I use for certain tasks, and then I have the laptop, which I use for others. So, you know, kind of word processing and Facebook and the web and blah, 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 doesn't take much Hmm. processing. So a laptop is fine for that. uh, And you don't need a massive screen for it. But when you're working, when I'm working with with video or with audio, I need uh, a good screen real estate and processing power and everything. So uh, what I tend to do is with my desktop machines is they are my professional machines and that's all I use them for. So there's no web uh, browser on it. There's no Facebook. There's no uh, email or I don't have to worry about viruses or things going wrong or yada, yada and so on and so forth. And then I use the laptop up for everything else so that's we've different ways of looking at things yeah yeah I, th- I think you're even more extreme but of a similar mind to me on that I'm always extreme well, that's according <laughs> that's according to this woman that I married <laughs> <laughs> so so the, the, but the iPad and the iPad Pro do you really think you would use an iPad Pro in conjunction with a desktop uh, to actually uh, do work hmm. on yeah, that's 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 the question. I mean, the iPad Pro is starting at a uh, let's see, the base model I think is now seven hundred and forty nine euro. Well, you're, the, you're thinking about you're thinking about money. Then never mind money, but the, the yeah the, the form and using it um, would, would you use it for I, work or would it be kind of well? I'm going to use my work computer now for watching a bit of TV. Ta-da, iPad. Yeah, well, I guess I would look at it in the same way as I look at, at my Surface. I mean, my Surface is my walking around machine, but I have a different machine that I use uh, in work from my actual work stuff it's sort of a, a nice to have it's not going to go everywhere every day there you go but it's, do you, but you know what there. we're very similar but you're not as extreme as i am there you go let's get on to the macbook and the macbook pro because they have to be some of the most popular laptops uh in the world what is happening with those yeah well uh, again we're, we're looking at a, a chip upgrade and not a whole lot else they're all moving to um the intel kb lake processor again another sign that you will be able to use vr with this stuff uh with these devices which is kind of cool um yeah not not a lot else to report on that i mean they, they're saying that um the macbook is getting a new ssd that is 50 percent faster um there's also going to be a reduction in price on the 13-inch MacBook Pro, the one without the touch bar. Um, in the States, that's uh, being reduced from $1,499 down, as in $1,499, down to $1,299. Um, yeah, I guess 
uh, it's still very expensive as laptops go and of course we're still being fleeced over the side of the Atlantic for them well one thing you've got to be careful of and, and the penny just dropped or the cents just dropped uh, in that in the states those prices that they quote are before tax because generally ah, in the okay. states when you go in it'll be uh, 12 plus tax that'll be blah 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 okay well that, that makes me feel a little bit better so I'm now I could be yeah. wrong on that. It's not often that I'll admit to possibly being wrong. Um, so the so the MacBooks are kind of yeah they're just continuing on now. Let's move on to one of the more interesting, uh, I think, developments uh, and announcements made at the WWDC. And this is this new HomePod they're calling it. And I have to say, uh, well, describe to me what the HomePod yeah. is firstly. Okay, well. I guess let's just compare it fairly or, or unfairly to the devices it is actually going to be competing with. One is the Sonos multi-room audio kit and the other is the uh, Amazon Echo, which is powered by the Alexa uh, voice assistant. So uh, that's pretty much what it is. Um, multi-room audio, ask it whatever you like. It's got trivia, it's got general knowledge, but the way it's pitched is very much towards that multi-room audio experience. So it's not kind of the personal assistant you're expecting although it has got some of the basic stuff in there but um, they're really leaning towards sort of the Sonos end of the market and they talked an awful lot about how it's engineered um, uh, which is quite interesting so as somebody that doesn't own sort of a Sonos or uh, an Echo um, I think it's an interesting device I don't think it'll trouble them too much Um, but I do think it's kind of it's kind of annoying the way Mm. that it's set up because if you if you're not an Apple Music user, there's very little in this for you. I there were two comments actually about this, uh, and I liked both of them. One was for I think one was in the Verve where they said uh, Apple's focus was on the speaker end of it more the music end, and that's just as well because Siri's not great. <laughs> okay, and I went, and then the other comment that was made was uh, that this is a developing area. Now, I'm not really paying that much attention to this and, and, and these virtual assistants and stuff like that because, and we've said it before on this program, the idea of you sitting in your armchair and going, Siri, who was the uh, Taoiseach of Ireland in 1954 in November of that year? And then, bing, Siri going, it was blah, 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 whoever. All right? That is not happening right now in reality. Because there's yeah. too many mistakes or there'll be errors or I'm sorry, I didn't quite get that, uh, that kind of lack. But where it's going is interesting. So you're right. I think the home pod is kind of a bit of a, all right, well, we'll do the home music speaker area kind of thing. We just put in something that, that, that uh, competes with Sonos and Amazon and whatever. But it's a developing area. And I think that could be something that maybe in five years time uh, that will be very interesting. And it kind of makes me think a little bit of Apple TV, because to me, Apple TV, I, they were promising this is going to be the new way you'll watch television and blah, 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 blah. But it just it doesn't do it for me. I actually quite like the Apple TV. I think I think it has saved many a Christmas for me. Uh, it hasn't mm. changed the way I watch TV, but as a portal to movie rentals on um, uh, iTunes, it's great. Especially seeing as we don't have video rental stores anymore. Yeah, yeah, true, true. But and that's 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 where I am with the uh, the HomePod. I think it's like you. It's interesting. Another thing that I think is interesting is the Apple Watch. Okay. Well, here's right. Okay. May- maybe we should. Stop, refresh, and think about software before we jump in. <laughs> I am talking about the Watch OS 4. Yes. Um, right. 
what it, what is there to say about watch OS? I mean, I'm I'm not enthused by the watch. I probably never will be at oh, this good. stage. We're in agreement on something. So yeah, it's got new faces. It's got uh, can interact with your music. Fit. You know, I'm not a fan of those things at all. I just think all of them are still bigger and clunkier and more horrible than a regular watch. Yeah, the the only thing that I would say is that it's got some interesting things in terms of integration mm. with uh, gym equipment. So if you want to tailor your workout, it, your watch will talk to whatever stepper or whatever you're using i think that's kind of cool yeah but um is, you, is it a life changer not really no it's not you know what actually i have a fitbit my wife got me a fitbit for my birthday last year and uh and i don't use it for being fit i mean if you saw me you'd know <laughs> but what i do use it for is uh quite often i have to do a lot of mc work mm. and part of uh, being an mc is keeping things running on time so before i start a gig is i program in uh onto my phone and then sync it with the watch the various times that we need to be moving on with the next thing Right. And there's okay. a silent alarm feature on it. So on my, my wrist, the watch just goes. Just vibrates. It just vibrates. That's a great little, uh, um, I'm thinking <laughs> seductive. Seductive is not the word. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a quiet way of telling me, move on to the next thing. Anyway, I digress. I digress. So Apple Watch, uh, uh, not interesting us. Listen, let's get away from the hardware and let's get into the software because there has been some very, very big improvements on that end of things. And I suppose we start off with the desktop software, uh, Mac OS. They, they're, it's not a new OS that they're bringing out. There's an update to the current one. Or they're calling it High Sierra. Yeah, I mean, whenever there's sort of an incremental improvement, they'll keep the name of the previous version anyway. So, um, you know, there was Leopard and then there was Snow Leopard. Uh, there was Sierra and now there's High Sierra. So in, in certain, in some respects, it's um, uh, an incremental improvement, sort of ironing out uh, a couple of flaws. But there, there are some nice little things in there that will make you go, oh, that's that will make my life easier or that's quite novel. Apple is very good at making you feel great but by having novel things. But um, a couple of things that will make you like uh, High Sierra. Um, first up, no autoplay of videos in Safari. You will be untroubled by videos clogging up your... Um, uh, clogging up your Facebook page or that, that sort of thing. No autoplay. That's, that's good news. Um, another one, uh, intelligent traffic, um, about basically, uh, intelligent tracking prevention, right? So basically it'll have the, the same effect as, you know, turning your cookies off, making sure that, uh, Google can't track you around the web trying to retarget ads at you. Uh, it's a, it's a nice privacy friendly, um, browser edition. Um, in mail, you'll be able to um, split your uh, composition pane from your full-size reading pane from your inbox. So you can uh, effectively have three full-size panes uh, running at the same time. Um, you will have new, new, vo- new views and editing features for your photos. Uh, photos will also have automatic facial recognition, uh, which um, will sort of travel across devices as well. So if you have your photos synced across devices, those tags will also move with them. Um, also, they are uh, introducing the Apple file system to Mac OS. Um, and again, I mentioned the, the partnership with HTC and um, Valve. So those are those are sort of the main features with High Sierra that they were touting. I'm sure there's a couple that we, that we missed in there. Again, I, OK. I grant you it's an incremental improvement, but um, enough in there, I think. 
There's two things in there, actually, that worry me, and that's the fact that they're taking on the uh, the Apple file system, and I'm just wondering how that is going to integrate with the rest of the world, um, because one, one of the great troubles that I have at the moment is with uh, external USB hard drives. I need one for Windows, and I need one for Apple. And unless yeah. I, I format them in old FAT32 or something like that, I won't be able to use them between the two. And now they're going off again with their own Apple file system. So that eh, worries me a little. Um, yeah, I hear you. you know, and, then, uh, and then the other thing is, which I think is brilliant, they've brought in a new video codec, and Apple are brilliant at doing this. Um, but I'm just wondering, is this going to be you know, an Apple-specific codec? Will it only work on, uh, on Apple phones and Apple tablets and stuff like that? Or will it actually work on other devices? or on general websites and stuff like that. So these it things... It could be well. the same problem as happened uh, with Flash versus uh, H.264. Well, there um, you go. The superior f- format went out in the end. Yeah. Now, listen, tell me about uh, Metal 2, because this is more your kind of an area. And I, is this the bit that really kind of got you uh, excited? I know it was more the, the uh, virtual reality and the augmented reality. Well, yeah, that's, that's where Metal kicks in, um, having, having um, the new SDK for it. Um, mm. But uh, on top of the VR stuff... Um, Apple has introduced ARKit, um, which, uh, again, that's augmented reality. And there was Craig Frederini, who was the, the head of software, uh, basically sort of did a, a quick run through. And it was kind of novel stuff. I mean, they didn't do Pokemon Go, uh, but I think we're slightly beyond that at this stage. So that was that was something worth looking at as well. Uh, I guess sort of m- more of the fancy stuff actually arrives in iOS 11, which I think got a much more impressive update. Um, so as someone who regularly compares um, Android to what's happening in iOS, um, <laughs> did you see anything in iOS 11 that you thought, oh, I can't do that? Uh, yes, and it's one thing that Samsung said that they're working on, which I suppose they probably did. And it's the only thing that I heard in the entire developers conference that I went, wow. Uh, and that is when you're driving, you can put it into do not disturb mode so that you won't get any notifications for, for text or anything like that. Essentially, all it does is it makes the phone silent, doesn't it? Basically, yeah, yeah. And it, it sort of cops on, uh, automatically when you're in your car, which is kind of cool. Um, and, and yeah, it does, Give you how, that how does it do that? Because uh, normally you'd use a, an NFC chip, uh, which you can do with uh, Android phones at the moment. So you can have the Android phone set up so that when it's near the NFC chip that's in the car, it will mm-hmm. know to put itself into a, a mode of silence and don't display notifications and stuff like that if you so choose. Um, or is there another way that they have of doing it? There's a couple of ways of doing it. They, they can have a look by Bluetooth, whether you're, you're paired with a device in your car, but they also do something that's really cool. They kind of, they, they kind of call it a, it's a sort of Doppler effect. It's basically if you're driving and it's picking up all these Wi-Fi networks and dropping out of them because you're just passing through them, it, uh, it goes, Oh, you must be in motion. Okay. There you go. Uh, which is really cool. That's not really bad. Cool. That, that is. I'll, t- I'll take my hat off uh, to them there. Uh, the big headlines that are making the news with iOS 11, and I, I don't know why we left this until last. I almost feel we should have done this first because it's it's the Apple phone that's in most people's hands. And and according to latest research, uh, the average person will touch their phone two and a half thousand times a day. Wow, that's a great bit of trivia. Yeah, uh, and a heavy user will touch it 5,000 times a day. I mean, that's definitely the most touched thing in your pocket, that's for sure. And Uh, they don't want you to touch it so much because they're making Siri better. uh, Exactly, exactly. They're making it better. They've got a male and a female version of Siri. Does this uh, excite you? 
Uh, not so much, but there are things that Siri is doing that uh, that are quite exciting. I mean, S- Siri will do things like um, uh, it'll it'll work with different accents. It will give you translations, which is something Google Now does, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, yeah, so I think that if you want to summarize, that's what Siri does. That's fine. Um, something really nice to look at is what they're doing with iMessage. iMessage will now sync across all your devices. Um, it's still end to end encryption. Uh, but you know, if you upgrade your phone, your messages will travel with you. If, you, if you're using an iPad for iMessage, the, those messages will sync as well uh, via the cloud. So that that is kind of cool. Um, one one thing that, and uh, well, another thing that they were talking about was um, AirPlay two, um, and the uh, redesign and the um, multi room audio function. Also, they've redev- redesigned the control center, which is the the bit where you swipe up and it gives you the gives you the various controls you can now add and take away a whole lot of other stuff to control center and an awful lot of it now is based on sliding controls instead of just tapping uh which is sort of thing that really you can only you have to see it in action or play with it to fully get what they're doing but um you will basically be able to load up as many functions as you want onto this single pane and um work away with your phone that way so that's that's something that we, we could talk about a little bit more, but we're getting we we're could getting do, tight. but uh, it's uh, been available on Android for a long time, so there's no point. Uh, <laughs> Apple Pay, uh, you can pay your friends. I think, yeah, that's that's a neat enough idea. Maps, uh, they're doing indoors, which Google are doing as well. And that's going to be more of it, especially for shopping centres and stuff like that, and stores where they can guide you to the exact product on the exact floor of the department store, whatever it is you're in. Uh, the Do Not Disturb feature was good. The Split View, drag and drop again, uh, you know, um, that's been done on Android and the augmented reality which is the bit that is uh, uh, really kind of uh, exciting you. The one thing where I got almost violent because uh, when you called me the other morning I went so go on what did you think of the Worldwide Developers Conference and I went <laughs> and I was talking about the fact that the, the new iOS 11 will not work on an iPhone 5 or an iPhone 5C or anything before that. Yep. Yeah. They, they really, pulled up the ladder. It really annoyed me alright because it, the iPhone 5 or the iPhone 5C is what, three years old? Four years old? Uh, yeah, it's not, it's exactly. not an old device at it's all. It's not long. And already yeah. they're telling you to go stuff it and upgrade. Yeah. Well, this, this is what I was thinking uh, when I was looking at the new iMacs. I, I, because I, my current computer that I use in work is 10 years old. It's a gaming computer and it will outlive me at this stage. Mm. Um, at home, I, the, my, my last Mac lasted, I think, seven years, but with not terribly heavy usage compared to my work machine. Mm. So I didn't think that was fantastic value for money. Um, will I get seven to 10 years out of a new iMac? Probably. Uh, a new MacBook Pro? Mm, it's a, it's hard to say. So, um, yeah, you, you really do have to weigh up the, the benefits of making uh, an investment in a Mac. You certainly do. You certainly do. Listen, it's as wonderful, Niall, as always, geeking out with you and just sitting down and having a cup of coffee and a chat about things like the uh, Worldwide Developers Conference. And seeing as we're talking about Apple, uh, we do indeed have a one more thing. Ha! <laughs> well, kind of. Uh, basically, the uh, annual Design Thinking Ireland conference is going to be taking place at the Helix in Dublin this month. It's on from the 22nd and 23rd of June. And they're bringing together another slate of top-class speakers from Ireland and around Europe, looking at how to come up with creative solutions to problems in business. Now, one of this year's speakers is Leslie Tully, who is Head of Design Thinking at a Bank of Ireland. And now we'll be speaking to her about the links between art and business and why 
fresh thinking isn't just for tech startups. As we had so much this week with the Developers Conference, what we're doing is we're putting that up as a separate segment on the Tech Radio page of our website at techcentral.ie and we'll have it online for you early next week, Monday or Tuesday. That is it for our show for this week. Thank you so much for listening as always. Don't forget that you can always get the latest on Irish tech news with hourly updates, daily newsletters and more from techcentral.ie as well as our weekly tech radio show here online and of course every Friday at 6pm on DAB Digital Radio with RTE Radio 1 Extra. Until next time, from myself Dusty and from Nile Tech Central HQ, thanks for listening. Have a great weekend. Get Tech Radio. Subscribe for free with iTunes or download on demand at techcentral.ie Tech Radio is produced by digitalaudioproductions.com Tech Central.